they're stepping up their game, right? So they're going to be these, these are the people that I want to then build relationships with. And, and these relationships are, I want to surround myself with amazing people, right? And so the people that attended this year are going to be great next year. And then the following year, this is with Trevor's little speech, the following year, they're going to be uh, outstanding. And then the next year, they're going to be extraordinary. And that's the people that I want to be with or that are leveling up their game at all times. They're pushing the limit. They're pushing their boundaries. And I want the people that attended our first conference to be up on stage for our second and our third and our fourth and our fifth conference. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, our sponsor for the show today is Pine Financial Group, the leader in hard money lending in Colorado and Minnesota, and they were recently approved to offer their investment publicly. This investment offers only for investors in Colorado and Minnesota and is only made through their investment prospects. Get your copy today. Simply visit www.pineinvestments.com and click to get started. Look, there's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in history invest in loans backed by real estate. Learn more about the risks and returns at www.pineinvestments.com. Welcome back to another edition of Hump Day Hustle, the show where we focus on business and real estate as our core pillars of wealth creation. My name is John Stiles with Bridge Realty, and I'm excited for another great episode and here is our host, Todd Dexheimer. Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, John. I just told you before we got recorded that I'm just pumped, man. I'm pumped. So I'm ready to roll. I am motivated and excited to finish 2019 off with a bang. Yep. Yep. And for everybody who may not realize, but I don't know how you couldn't, but we just finished, <laughs> up, we just finished up the North Star Real Estate Conference and that has a lot to do with our attitude right now. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it was a, an event that motivated me. I mean, it got me going and, and I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for the rest of 2019, uh, excited to push forward and, and to buy properties. And you know, look, I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty maybe out there. There's, uh, you know, we've had this run of, many years of, of 10 years of great economy and everybody goes to the recessions just around the corner. And, but they've been saying that since 2014. So, um, but either way right now, after this conference, I'm with the attitude of, look, I'm going to push forward. I'm going to buy, I'm excited. I've got many, many reasons to believe that there's good opportunity out there and there's good reasons I should be buying and I should quit worrying so much about the economy. Now, at the same time, I'm not saying just go out there and be bull completely bullish and just buy everything that's out there. I'm still going to be smart about what I'm doing. I'm still going to be paying attention to the fundamentals, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited now and I want to buy some property. So I'm going to finish off 2019 strong. I'm going to hopefully get a property here under contract. I'm going to work really hard at it. I shouldn't say I'm hopefully. I'm defiantly committed. I'm very committed to getting a property under contract. 
And that doesn't mean it's absolutely 100% going to happen, but I'm going to be a better person and a better, better business owner because of that, because I'm defiantly committed to doing it, to making it happen. So that's where I'm at. How about you, John? Did you like the conference and did you get anything out of it? Yes, I did like it a lot. Um, you know, I've, I've kind of taken a break prior to this from going to a lot of networking events. Like I, I do a little bit, but not as much as I used to. And so, cause I felt like I needed to focus on what I was doing, you know, not, hmm. not be networking as much. Yeah. You know, there's some sort of balance in there. Anyway, there is, there is. So it was really good to connect with more people, hmm. you know, um, people that, uh, that are really crushing it in their businesses and in the, their real estate investing. And just to make those connections, um, you know, to be inspired and, and yeah, and obviously the presentations at the conference were really great. A lot of variety of perspectives um, as just as far as where they're coming from, uh, different yeah. markets, uh, different focuses within real estate. Um, yeah. So yeah, five stars. Yeah, and obviously we're a little biased because it was our conference, you know. Um, you and, and helped we were a big part of, of helping put this together and, and our other two partners, Jordan and, uh, and Mike, uh, really helped put this thing together and put the bowl around it. But I just thought overall, everything went well. I, of course you get into this, we've got this conference. We're hoping a lot of people will show up and, and get a ton of value out of it. And so far the reviews I've gotten and I've heard from other people are they did get the value we were hoping they would out of it. We had uh, for our first conference around 150 people that showed up, uh, 150 plus, which was I think extremely good uh, for the first conference. Everybody I talked to said, wow, I can't believe you've got this many people there. So that was nice to hear. Um, and I just feel like Everybody was able to get a ton of value out of it through the speakers, through the networking, uh, through the panels, just the whole, the energy was there. And, and what I was really impressed with, and hopefully this, I think this speaks to the quality of the conference was that people were, there was butts in their seats when the speakers were speaking and we had some dynamic, we had, uh, we had lineup of 22. I think there was 22 speakers, including us. Uh, and I believe, uh, so I believe it was 22 and, and every single one of those people were a players. Uh, they did an excellent job up on stage. There was no one speaker. You know, sometimes you go to a conference, you go, that was, that was good. That was, but it got too long. I don't feel like there was ever an instance where I was like, that was, they did a good job, but it was too long. And we tried to do that on purpose. We didn't allow anybody to speak for, you know, an hour or two hours or anything like that. Um, and like you said, there was that variety there. So I thought it went off. I thought it went off pretty well. Um, I took a couple of kind of notes and I haven't digested the whole conference yet, but so I'm still, still, kind of that whole process, but a few things I took, John, can I share those right now or do you have anything to say yet? No, go ahead. All right. So I'm going to share those. So one thing that I, that I took, and this was the last thing that was actually said by Trevor McGregor. He capped our conference off. He, he sent us all home 
the last thing he said is come up with your, I think he called it your power question. And that was, he was talked about this, the British rowing team. And they were expected to win, I think, the 1996 Olympics, and they didn't. And they didn't even medal. And after that Olympics, they said, they came up with their power question. And it was, is this going to make us faster? I think that was the question or better, whatever it was. The boat, make the go, will this make the boat go faster? Right? Is that what it was? Yeah. So will this make the boat go faster? And that was their power question. And what, what Trevor's point was, is you have to come up with your power question and for your business, for your life, for your health. And so that's what I am going to be doing. It's an exercise I've actually got on my calendar to finish today. So probably right at, or not probably, I think it's scheduled for right after this podcast is I'm going to formulate my power question for my business, for my personal life with my family, and for my health. And so I'm going to have three power questions. And I think that's going to be really powerful and really useful. So every decision that you make, you've got to ask, will this make the boat go faster? When, when they go to the bar and they're deciding, do they drink, you know, five beers, will that make the boat go faster? And so that was their power question. What's yours? Jump in anytime you want to interrupt me and say something. So the next thing, um, we already kind of hit on that. The recession could hit any day, any day now. We don't know. But it, don't be scared of buying because it's a mistake to not buy and to wait on the sidelines. Uh, and that's kind of what I got out of the conference is it's just a mistake to sit on the sidelines and not buy. So don't be afraid to buy as long as you're doing things the right way. And we talk about it on the show a lot. You know, you've got to set up your financing, right? You've got to set up your equity, right? Make sure you have enough equity in properties. You're buying good, solid, stable properties with value add potential. And um, w again, with the equity, you've got plenty of cash reserves. Um, and, you know, you've got good sound management and occupancy and, and everything like that in place. So if you do things the right way, it's still a great time to buy. And then we don't worry about a recession. Now, do we still put it in our business model as there's a potential recession and look at and do some stress testing and look at what could happen. Absolutely. We're not ignorant to the fact that a recession could happen. We're just not scared of a recession happening. I think there's a big difference. So that's something I really took from, from this. The other thing I, I took is, is to use, uh, use a lot of data. And so we talked several times about just different data and how to use that data in uh, your analytics and making sure that you're making sound decisions. The other thing I really got from it, and this was um, several people, Chris Sherman really impressed, impressed this upon me, but several speakers, is anything is possible. You know, Chris told the story of, of their company and told the story where George Sherman 
his, his dad started from nothing, you know, is just this salesperson to building this portfolio now of over 7,000 residential units, uh, four hotels, $50,000 of office and warehouse space. Um, and they've got this massive company now and they've done it in probably more of a non-traditional way as well. Like they're not syndicating properties. All of these properties are owned by them. They're long-term holders. They're not buying, renovate and, you know, they're, so they're, they're sitting there long-term. They hold these things, properties for 30, 40 plus years. Um, and so, but they're creative in getting these deals done and very creative. And so it's anything is possible. I mean, I, I look at that story and I go, wow. I mean, he told one of the stories about his dad at 600 units buying a 1300 unit apartment complex in Minneapolis. And I go, wow, I'm at that point right now. Like that is possible to make that jump and to be where he is. And he was at a similar age as I'm at. And so it's like, wow, anything absolutely is possible. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great to have uh, Chris Sherman there. You know, he's, I don't know him personally. Uh, but when you look at that size portfolio, you are like, wow, that's probably somebody I can never approach. That's somebody that wouldn't give me the time of day. But, you know, so it was really great to have him there share. And he's obviously, he comes across very humble. Yeah. Um, and I did get a chance to talk to him after the, afterwards and, you know, very helpful too. So, yeah, it was great to have him there. Yeah, uh, and, and great people. Great, great person, and everybody at the conference was just great people to be around, and 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 so you know you talk about his story, but then you talk talk about some of the other people's stories, some of the other speaker stories that were up there, and they get the same thing. It's like wow, these people are doing amazing things. So you know that it's all possible. Um, the other thing I thought was really powerful was was Trevor. He talked about the seven levels of success. You know, uh, conditioning your mindset, knowing your outcomes building your systems, your networking, your time management, honoring your strengths and taking massive action. I thought that was really powerful. Uh, there, I mean, there was just so much more and I could keep on going on with, with the different speakers and what they, what they brought to the table. But a, a big thing was just the motivating factor behind this whole conference. One of the challenges I made to everybody at the beginning of the conference and I think most people took it to heart um, was I actually had a conversation with my buddy uh, Jason and Jason, if you're listening, hi, uh, I had a conversation with my buddy, Jason Yerusi, um Tuesday before the conference. And he said, one of the things I want to get out of this conference is making five solid connections that I can take with me and that we can add real value to each other's lives. Um, and it's not just a one-time thing. It's not just a Facebook friend and a LinkedIn connection and some business card passing. It's five real solid connections. So if you're listening to this and you're going, you know, you, maybe you didn't come to the conference, uh, the next conference, the next, next meetup that you go to, make sure you're actually going there with intention 
of making solid, real solid connections and in depth that people that you're going to actually stay in contact with and meet with after the conference and, you know, go grab a cup of coffee and grab a lunch or go golfing together or whatever that might be. Um, make those real solid connections. I think that's really, really important. Hey, let's take a minute to thank our sponsor, Pine Financial Group. Look, you work hard for your money. Is your money working hard for you? Because of inflation, money sitting idle erodes your wealth. Many investors understand that real estate is a great investment, but may not want the effort or the risk that comes with owning their own property. They want to sit back and have payments, hit their bank account each and every month. Stop eroding your wealth and start building it by asking your money to work for you. You should be earning profits while you sleep in investment backed by real estate. Pine Financial Group, the leader in hard money lending in Colorado and Minnesota, was recently approved to offer their investment publicly. This investment offers only for investors in Colorado and Minnesota and is only made through the investment prospectus. Get your copy today. Simply visit www.pineinvestments.com and click to get started. There's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in history invest in loans backed by real estate. Learn more about the risks and returns at www.pineinvestments.com. It's www.pineinvestments.com. Yeah, for sure. And uh, going back to that key question that Trevor McGregor encouraged us to ask ourselves, I felt like that really tied back into the book we read recently clockwork because i'm still mm. kind of digesting that which it talks about your queen bee role so i felt it was really kind of reinforcing to me um just focusing on on one thing really having a niche and focusing down um to that thing that you're supposed to be doing and not getting distracted with everything else yep yep yeah really easy to get distracted with a lot of things definitely and, and that actually brings me to my last point so you know, this whole conference is great. Like I said, I left extremely motivated saying, look, I'm going to, I'm going to just start, I'm just going to crush it. I'm going to take all this stuff. I'm going to digest it. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to get some more kind of modeling and just, just really get my direction set. Uh, my arrow just set straight on North. And I went to church on Sunday morning and it, it was really great because the pastor the whole sermon was about being intentional with your focus. And he really put kind of a bow around the conference. And I actually told him after, you know, like that was like the perfect sermon that you just had because this whole conference and, and I kind of explained to him the whole, the whole conference had a good conversation with the pastor afterwards, but uh, he just talked about, you know, make sure you're focused on that task the person, you know, he made the example of, you know, how you go into the park, you're at a party and maybe somebody, you know, comes up to you and says hi to you and they're talking to you, but their eyes aren't really, really necessarily on you. And you're talking to them and, you know, you're telling them about whatever, and they're doing one of these where in those who you're listening, I'm just looking around the person a little bit. And they're kind of, it feels like they're maybe looking for somebody else 
until finally they catch the eye of that person they're looking for and they're focused on them and maybe give them a wave and then they like shake your hand saying, you know, hey, great to great to meet you. And then they go off to that other person. And his point is like, they just weren't focused. They, you know, they, they don't, they're not intentive. And his point is, look, be intentive, be focused on what your task is, who you're talking to and so on. So a couple of things that he said is be attentive. That's really important. Be watchful, be content, you know, be in the moment, be very thankful and then he said, be prayerful. And for those of you who maybe aren't religious, be, you know, instead of prayerful, you know, meditate, uh, really kind of slow down sometimes and, and really bring it all together. One thing I really liked is he said, spend quality time, not quantity time. So it's not about how much time you spend. It's about how quality of a time. So think about it. You're with your kids. And you've got your cell phone with you. And maybe you spend time with your kids from 5 p.m. until 9 p.m. But you've got your cell phone with you and you're checking your cell phone. And maybe you turn the TV on and you're listening to the news or you're, you know, watching whatever. I don't even know what's on TV these days. Jeopardy. Um, but you're not being intentional. You're not really being present. And that's something you hit on, be present. Um, so it's not about how much time you spend with them. You'd be better served instead of spending from 5 p.m. to whatever, 9 p.m. with them. You'd be better served spending from, you know, 6.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. or even 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. If you're completely focused and spending real quality time with them, Versus just quantity time with them. So just be present. And that's something I really thought, wow, that really tied this whole conference together. So the conference was awesome. And then church the next day was awesome too. So uh, it was just a really good kind of weekend. It all tied together so nicely. Nice. Yeah, I don't have too much to add to that, but uh, definitely a good thing to pay attention to there. Yeah. So, so John, any lessons that you learned as we went through this conference, anything you really went, wow, uh, we should, we could have done this better, or we could have done this better. Or maybe we did this great. And I didn't even know we did it great or we were doing it great. Yeah. Getting into the kind of nitty gritty of, of how the conference went, I think overall, everything went really smoothly. Mm -hmm. I mean, Nobody I'm, fell and tripped on their face. No bloody noses. Yep. Uh, we, we, uh, it was a good thing you got that clock that tells us, tell the, told the speakers, you know, how much time they had left. Cause I felt like we stayed really on schedule. Yeah. For the most part. When I spoke, I, for some reason I had thought I had like 20 some minutes and it said 10 minutes. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> got something off here. So, but you know, it kept us on track. So, yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, uh, obviously there's things that we can improve on going forward and we're going to be meeting here soon and kind of going over some reviews and feedback. Um, I think maybe in the future, if we can get this to be big enough, it might be nice to have kind of tracks that people can go on as far as workshops and breakout sessions. Um, 
that way if somebody's got really kind of a narrow focus they can feel like the conference is not too broad mm -hmm. um i guess that's my only kind of negative but not you know not to dwell on it at all but because i think it was really good for the first time so yeah i agree I, I thought it went really well uh definitely things we can improve upon and we'll see what uh the reviews say we haven't really went through those uh obviously we had people leaving us reviews and i'm going to start out send out another survey too to see with some other questions see how people thought of it and what they think we can improve upon because that's the most important part look i mean and this is a selfish thing. I want to be around extremely successful people. Okay. And so I want this conference, this for, this is the first conference. This is a springboard, right? This is our first little jump before we dive in. And I want the people that attended this conference to attend our next year's conference in the year after and the year after. But here's the selfish part about this. I want the people that attended this conference to become great next year. Okay. And, and so, so they're, they're stepping up their game, right? So they're going to be these, these are the people that I want to then build relationships with. And, and these relationships are, I want to surround myself with amazing people, right? And so the people that attended this year are going to be great next year. And then the following year, this is with Trevor's little speech, the following year, they're going to be uh, outstanding. And then the next year, they're going to be extraordinary. And that's the people that I want to be with or that are leveling up their game at all times. They're pushing the limit. They're pushing their boundaries. And I want the people that attended our first conference to be up on stage for our second and our third and our fourth and our fifth conference. So that's my goal. That's my selfish goal is I want to be surrounded with amazing people. So the better job that we can do collectively, the better speakers we can get, bring in, the, just the overall better job we're going to do is selfishly going to help me out because I'm going to be able to build even better relationships with amazing and extraordinary people. Uh, and that's what I really want with this conference. And I know the people that attended the conference, they've, they came with, intentional they came intentional right they came for a reason they came to do amazing things and i think they got the results out of that conference to be able to then step up their game to the next level yeah. so i'm excited about that again talk about that briefly i can say for my own self i feel like there's a good amount of pressure on myself that i have on myself that I can't go to this next year and be in the same position that I'm at now. Exactly. How terrible would that be? Like I have to, if I see these people, like hopefully I'll connect with them more than just next year. But if I just see them next year and I'm exactly in the same spot I am now, like what is that going to say about my yep. work ethic or, yep. or whatever, you know? Yep. Yep. You're holding yourself accountable because these people now see where you're at today and you want to be progressing and all the time, if you're telling them to progress, you better be doing the same thing. So that, that's definitely, uh, definitely good. So a lesson, some lessons that I learned are, are just, just around the overall kind of marketing of it. Uh, obviously marketing is extremely important. Um, we could have probably done a little bit better job marketing or did maybe just through some different channels and spend some more time uh, and energy on how we we marketed. Uh, another lesson learned is, holy cow, it takes a lot of effort and time. 
I didn't realize it was going to be this time consuming to put something like this together. It's really a team effort. So I think, you know, next year it's going to be a lot more team effort, not only the, the four of us, but people that we really need to bring in to help make it successful so that we're not spending all our time um, on this thing. So we can have, you know, people that really uh, help us out. It's all about building systems and teams. And so we need to build a system and team around this conference. We can't just do it ourselves because we all have businesses that we want to run and be successful. So uh, that was definitely, I think, something that, holy cow, this is, this is really actually pretty time consuming. Um, well, and speaking of that, I, I thought it was impressive how we did work together, even though we could have brought in more people. But just the fact that the four of us got together, and obviously we have our own different focuses. Mm -hmm. To some small extent, we could maybe be considered competitors. But, um, but you know, we've got we were able to bring in our combined networks and. Mm -hmm. If just one of us had tried to put this on on our own, it would have been absolutely nothing like what it was able to be as, as you know, together. Yeah. So this is just really a case in point of how far you can go when you're working with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had, it, it's always nice to hear from the people that attended the conference. I had one person after the conference go, that was amazing. Uh, you should, you can charge $1,500 next year. And although we're not charging $1,500 next year, it's nice to hear something like that, right? Because it, it just, it, it, it doesn't mean we're going to raise the price from where we were at to $1,500. But what it does mean is that they've got, they got massive value out of it. So that's the most important thing about a conference like this, I want every person, as I already said, I want every person to get massive value to be able to take massive action so that next year I've got a ton of A players all around me at these conferences. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So cool. Um, anything else about the conference or about what's going on in your business that you want to hit on real quick before we wrap up? Um, I think that's a pretty good wrap on the conference. Uh, one thing, if you don't mind me mentioning, I recently started off my own podcast. Uh, I don't know if you mind if you mention Yeah, go ahead, John. So it's called Maximizing Your Property Value. Where can people find it? Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. So anywhere they're listening to this, they can find it. You can find it on YouTube as well, although okay. you would look at my channel, which is called Real Estate Styles. Okay. And Todd, thank you very much. You were on the first five episodes to help me kind of pull it together and get it up and running. Yeah. You haven't invited me back, so I don't know what, what to make of that, but Hey, you know, that's okay. Um, but so it's called, it's called maximizing profits, maximizing your property value. Okay. Maximizing your property value. And so maximizing your property value. We'll throw that in the show notes, John. Can you throw that in the show notes? Make sure that's in there. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that so so listeners, you can check that out um, and, and listen to that podcast. Who's it specifically for? Anybody or like is there kind of a niche audience that you think uh, would really appreciate it? Obviously, anybody can listen to it, but is there like a niche for it? Yeah, I definitely have narrowed down. Uh, who the audience is and mm -hmm. anybody can hopefully get some value out of it but I'm really talking to 
uh, property owners who have small buildings, four to 40 unit buildings, um, you know, primarily in the Twin Cities Metro, but it, obviously that could apply to anywhere. Um, and we're talking to property managers and asset managers and property owners to just discuss kind of daily operations, best practices, um, so that we can all kind of learn together and see, um, you know, how we can actually maximize our property values. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that, John. Um, well, that's all I got. I think we spoke quite a bit about the conference and the value that was, we thought was added tons of great speakers. I really appreciate them coming. We had people coming from Florida, uh, New York, uh, Texas, uh, Canada. Um, so yeah, it was, it was fantastic and, and just definitely happy that, uh, things went off as well as they did. Yep. Good job. And in, in all of you that you did. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. You too. All right. Well, that's it. John, make you every day Saturday. You too. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. A couple things before we go. Again, go on to our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth. We'd love to have you on there. Go on to iTunes, give us a rating and review, and subscribe to the show. Also, um, you know, don't forget, reach out to me if you want any help with uh, potentially growing your business. And reach out to John Styles to help you buy or sell real estate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic the rest of the day. And as I say, make every day a Saturday.